This is the Warmester Town Supporter Podcast, and I'm your host, Roland Millward. So in this episode, we're going to take a brief look at what happened when Oldland Abertonians came to town. We've also got our very first player interview, and we'll be talking to Harry Barnes of Warminster Town FC. Don't go away, listen out for that one. We'd also like to take a little look at the attendance figures that Warminster Town have been achieving, and uh, that's looking good in the table of attendances. And finally, last but not least, we'll take a look at the league table and who we're going to be playing next. Don't go away. Well, Olden Abertonians visited Weymouth Street on Saturday, December the 8th. A pretty wet first half, in fact, torrential rain at times, but the pitch was playable, which was good. We got some good football, in fact. Uh, Warminster did very well indeed. Uh, Olden Abertonians are a good side. Uh, they gave a good account for themselves, but Warminster stood up to the test, came away with a clean sheet and two goals. A first half goal from Martin Johnson and a very fine second half goal from Jack Millock, now renamed Jack Ronaldo Millock. Uh, for obvious reasons, if you haven't seen the goal, you can actually see it on YouTube. Do look for our YouTube channel. If you go to warmistertownfc.uk, you can actually uh, see the article Warmister Town versus Old Nabatonians. You'll see a link in there uh, to be able to watch the match or click in the menu click watch live and you'll be able to see the link to YouTube. So it was a great game. Um, Good defending, good all-round performance, good passing, a lot of good connections, very few mistakes made which was good and that gave us the 2-0 win. Now I'll not cover the game any more than that because you can read the match report on the website, also in the Warminster Journal, along with watching the whole of the match, both halves, on YouTube. Now, we are looking forward to discussing a little bit of that game and much more with Harry Barnes coming up next. We're looking forward to having a chat with Harry Barnes, one of Warminster Town Football Club's players. Harry, are you there? Hi, how are you? I'm very well, Harry. How about you? Yeah, no, very good. Thank you. Good. Well, thank you for joining us on the podcast this week. And you have an historic moment now because you are the very first Warminster Town player to come on this podcast. Oh, what a feeling! What a feeling that is. <laughs> It'll go down. You'll be able to tell your grandchildren in years to come. Oh yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> so make sure you keep this recording somewhere. <laughs> yeah, of course I will. <laughs> Excellent. So, Harry, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? What we're trying to do is to get um, the supporters and others that listen to our podcast to get to know the players at Warminster. So, tell us a little bit about yourself and your footballing background, if you would. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so I've just recently turned 20. Um, I, I've i got into football um, well, when I was about really young, so four or five years of age. Um, I had previous teams. I played for, I had a bit of a setup in the Yeovil Youth setup. Um, so I've been in around the academy there uh, okay. and other teams at Yeovil. Um, I've also played, well, I've Obviously, this season, um, well, about two years ago, sorry, uh, I joined Froomtown, which is just up the road, um, and I've been there since. So I've had a short spell at Cheddar on loan last year, and that didn't go particularly well. So I went down a few more divisions and played for a team in Benminster down in Dorset. Mm. Um, And then this year, I knew that, obviously, Andy Crabby come to Warminster, and he was very keen for me to come across. 
Um, so obviously we got it all done, all the paperwork finalised. So I'm on loan now, as it may be, from Froome to Warminster. Ah, well, we're glad to have you. Brilliant. No, it's really good. Really enjoyed my time being here. So it couldn't have been any better, obviously, with Crabby being here and getting it all sorted for me. Excellent. And uh, you're finding it OK then at the club and enjoying the other the, the players around you? Yeah, no, it's a great atmosphere. Made a lot of friends. Um, no, it is a great atmosphere. A lot of banter between us and me and the boys. Um, especially with the manager as well. I, after knowing him for a year for him. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's good. That's good to build on relationships and, and helps the team spirit, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. As well. Brilliant. Now, you, you've mentioned you've played for quite a few clubs. Now, before we get a little bit more into Warminster Town, if somebody was to come to Andy's door, knocking on the door, saying, I'd like to have a chat with Harry Barnes about signing him up, which club would it be? You, which one would you like it to be? <laughs> Is this is this any team? Premier any team, or, any or, team you like, any oh, your favourite wow. team? Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would say Liverpool is that is my team that I do support. I, I can't really say it obviously because obviously Crabby's a Everton fan, but I've <laughs> yeah, got we to just say did. It is, is Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, so you're on the subs bench next match. Yeah, then, probably. Yeah, more than likely if Crabby hears this. So, <laughs> but Liverpool would be the one. Oh, yeah, well, no. it's, it's nice to have a favourite team anyway, yeah. isn't it? As well, outside of Warminster, so that's good. So, for people that don't know much about Warminster or perhaps haven't been for a little while, which position do you normally play in for Warminster? And uh, maybe you've even got a preferred one that you're not playing in yet. What would that be? Uh, so I'm now playing left back um, at the moment in the back four. Um, I've all, I've also played left wing back, um, but my preferred position is either either wings probably, so either left mm. midfield or right midfield. But I've suited left back. Um, that's where Froome want me to play as well, which is good. Yeah. Um, I've had previous experience there with Yeovil as well, so it's not a new position to me. It's just just re- like reminding myself of that position and how to play it really. Yeah, good. Well, I'm, I must say, as a supporter watching the games, I think you you do play very well at that position. So, you know, thanks for Perfect. doing Thank what you. you're doing for Warminster. Thank That's you. Good. Yeah, pleasure. Mm-hmm. So, thinking about um, football games, now, this could be for what? Let's just, shall we just restrict this question, I think, to, to Warminster Town at the moment? What's the worst game you've played in? For Warminster? Warminster. Yeah. Wow. Um, we put on the spot there. <laughs> Probably when we played two weeks ago against Radstock, I would say, just mm. for a minute one of turning up to a minute ninety. Um, obviously, it didn't help myself getting a knock, um, but again, it just wasn't the game to be. It was just we were poor mm. from minute one to minute ninety, and it wasn't great to be in that losing team where we should have dominated the game. No. <clears throat> No, well, obviously, Radstock, I think it was 52 seconds by my watch when they actually scored, which is a bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit quick, wasn't it? Yeah, it was down my side as well. I did get the wrong side of my winger, so I do take full responsibility on that. <laughs> well, well done. I like your honesty. That's good. Excellent. Um, what about, on, on that note, then, that's, that's the worst one. Let's get that one out of the way. What about the best one, perhaps? Uh, best game for Warminster would be when I returned from my uh, knee injury, which I had at the start of the season when I torn on my tissue in my right knee. Um, it would be returning and playing against Bristol Telephones in the 6-1 win, mm. uh, where I scored a free kick um, and also set up like two or three, three of the goals as well, which was really good to be back involved with the team and things. 
Yeah. I was a bit gutted about that game because it's the only game so far this season I haven't been to. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's grim, isn't it? However, however, I did see your goal because somebody put it on Twitter as a yes. little video yeah. clip. It was all on Twitter. I think a lot I... of people filmed it and put it up, which was quite good to see. So is it one you play every Saturday now before a game just to make sure you know you can go and do that again? Yeah, yeah, try and do it again <laughs> if I can, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So just thinking about um, Warminster again, what's your view on the season so far? It's been a bit mixed, hasn't it? But what do you think about it? Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster, to be honest. Um, it's been up and down. Uh, it's it's difficult because one week we get, we do really well. Um, and then the next, we all seem to drop off and we don't seem to have that, the momentum to go forward. But I think after Saturday, the boys are now raring to go because we've got a few big games coming up. So it'll be really good if we can get some results through Christmas and mm. treat ourselves through the Christmas break again. Quite a lot of points. Hopefully. Yeah. Good. And we're far better off than we were last season. So that's what we Yeah, I've heard. Point. Yeah, it's really good. Obviously, um, with the new additions and things like myself and obviously Bagsy and Mark, like all the boys coming in, we've all got to go. We've gelled as a team, I think. We're starting to gel. Obviously, with all the new characters coming in, I think we're all starting to work as a unit again, hmm. which looks really good. And hopefully we can get a few more points on the board and look for the top half of the table this season. That's it. So and you're covering what I was going to ask you, really. That's how do you see the rest of the season going? You think we're on, on the up then for the rest of it? Yeah, it's that's where I'd like to see us finishing. Um, obviously, with, all the, with what's going on with the team at the moment and how close we all are, I think it's looking good for us to be finishing in the top half which would be really good, a real good strong finish I'm hoping for as well. Yeah, when, often, I mean, when I've watched games, I've often said, we've, we've got the makings of a team that shouldn't fear anybody in our division, really, if it all just gels together at any one point. Yeah, of course, and we have got also a very young team as well. I think the average age is like 22. Yeah. Like, yeah. we have got a very young team, a lot of under-16s, like the under-16 boys that come in, they've really mm. stepped up to play mm. in this division as well. Mm. So it's really good to see it from them. Yeah, no, it's good. It's it's nice to see that development. And if the team can stay together as long as possible for the next season as well, I mean, it's just, it bodes well for the future, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Good. Now, you did mention to me once that uh, you're also into coaching. Perhaps you'd like to tell us a little bit about that, Harry. Yeah, well, my my old job, as it may be, because I've just recently started a new one. Um, I used to work for Yeovil Football Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to coach all ages, variety from five, uh, about three three years of age all the way up to under 18 right. um which was yeah it's really good um but obviously now i've just i've just left that role and i've obviously now just become a PE teacher so i haven't really left the whole coaching as it may be but um yeah no i've had a lot of experience within yeovil and how they play and things like that so yeah that's good. Do you see you've been able to use that within Warminster Town at all? Yeah, well, obviously, Krabby makes the decisions. Krabby and Shanks make the decisions, so I can't really have a word in it. But no. <laughs> sometimes when we are playing, if we are, say, under pressure for five minutes or whatever, I do I do try and drag in the midfielders to make sure they are doing their jobs for five minutes. Yes, yeah. I think some... coaching head. That's right. Some of the criticism I've heard occasionally from the from the sidelines where I'm standing by one or two of the supporters in and some of the matches, some of our players haven't been talking to each other. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we do some points of the game we do go quiet, um, which is never good in a game of football. Um however, we I think as of Saturday, 
I think every player was loud and mm. we were all talking and communicating within uh, ourselves, which was really good. Um, yeah. But it needs to stay there for the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, it was, I say, Saturday. Then. Anyone listening to this podcast, the last Saturday we were at home to Oldland Abertonians. A great name, that one. I love that name. Um, and we had a, kept a clean sheet. It was a 2-0 win and, and a really good victory, really, wasn't it, overall? How do you, how do you see that game? Uh, yeah, so it was amazing. I think it was our second clean sheet since the 18th of August, I think. Mm. So, And as well, with quite a brand new back four with... Obviously, myself, Jordan, and Bagsy all coming in. Um, it was a great feeling to obviously get another clean sheet under our belts. Mm. Um, and it really did feel like we won a cup final, especially with the clean sheet and especially with that win, which yeah. we really did need, as it may be. Yeah, brilliant. No, it was it was very good. It was a good game to watch as well. So uh, long may that continue. Yes, fingers yeah. <laughs> crossed. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. So uh, I want to thank you very much indeed for coming on this podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. And, uh, I'm sure... Thank you. No, it's a pleasure. I hope we'll get some more players on in the near future as well so that we can introduce uh, a whole team eventually. Yeah, of course. I'll try after to hunt down some of the boys and get them on it. Yeah, tell them it's I'll not too scary. To <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks very much, Harry. And uh, look forward to uh, seeing you in action at our next game on Saturday where... Uh, we're away, aren't we, at um, Ashton, Ashton and Backwell? Ashton and Backwell, yeah. yeah. A little trip across uh, cross country slightly, west. Yeah. So we'll look forward to that one. Thank no. you very much. No, thank you very much. Appreciate it. One of the things I'm really keen on is increasing the attendance, not just at Warminster Town Football Club, but all non-league clubs. I think they serve a great purpose in the local community. They do a lot of good. And if more people support them, they can keep going and offer more facilities as well. So Warminster Town have always had good support, it has to be said. And this season so far has been really good. It's been exceptional, really. We've actually had a 22% increase over last season at this stage of the game. So that's good. And we want to encourage more people to come along. It's a, a low cost afternoon out. It really is. And you do see in the Tool Station League, some good football, exciting football. So it's, you, you very rarely see a nil-nil draw. In fact, you don't see that many draws, generally speaking, anyway. And so far this season, as we speak, Warminster Town's not had a draw. It's either been win or lose at all costs. And that's what we're aiming for, good, exciting entertainment. So do come along, do support local football. If you're not a Warminster Town supporter yet, we encourage you to come along and watch a game. If it's too far for you to travel, support someone nearby where you live. And uh, really get into football and helping, really, teams not just survive, but to grow. If you want more information about how we're doing on attendance, go to the website warmestertownfc.uk. We published a little table there to show you the figures of the first few teams in Division 1 and how they're doing. So now it's that time of the podcast when we take a look at the Tool Station Western League First Division and how the league table is currently looking. Let's start with the top. In first place, we have Cheddar. They've played 15 and have 38 points. Second place is Chard, played 17, and guess what? They also have 38 points. In third place is Canesham Town. However, they've played 18 games, the most of uh, the top ones here, but also have 38 points. 
It's rather the reminiscent of last season when we had three teams, including Keisha at that time, battling out for the top three. Will they be battling out in April and May? Let's wait and see. Uh, Khan are in fourth position. 17 they've played with 34 points. And we'll just look at the next one. That's in fifth place is Corsham Town. They've played 18 and have 33 points. So where are Warminster Town? Well, we're currently in 13th place. We have played 17 and have 21 points. Uh, below us, just below us, is Sherborne with 18 points. They've also played 17 games, so we have a three-point gap on the chasing pack, which is nice to have, isn't it? Propping up the league is Bristol Telephones, just with eight points to their name. I know they had one point deducted earlier on, uh, but it's still quite uh, a poor performance from them, although they have picked up a win just recently. Portishead are above them on 12 points. Both Portishead and Bristol, as I say, having played 17 games. Most of the teams now are around the 17, 18 games. There are a few on 16 uh, still kicking around. I've got to catch up a few games there. Now, our opponents next Saturday, that's the 15th of December, is 8th placed Ashton and Backwell United. They've played a game more than Warminster, played 18, and they're on 29 points. So to get three points over them, that will be rather good. A nice victory. It won't go amiss against Ashton and Backwell. It'll help not just solidify our position above the teams below us, but also to start climbing a little bit, in a position to start pulling back a few of the teams immediately above us if we can as well. So are you able to come along to Ashton and Backwell to uh, cheer along the Red and Blacks on Saturday? Well, let's hope so. If you can't make it, we will be live, hopefully, on YouTube. I always say hopefully, because one thing we've got to get there. Another thing, if it's terrible weather, that make sure the game's not called off, of course. And the other thing is I require a very good mobile signal to go live. So if you've got all those factors for us, you'll be able to watch on YouTube live. If you're not sure how, go to warmistertownfc.uk. Click on in the menu where it says watch live and you'll be given the link to the YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe and click the notification bell. Then you'll be notified immediately every time we go live. Well, I hope you've uh, liked this podcast today. We're just going to close out now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Warmster Town Football Club Supporter Podcast. It's great that you've been here and I do hope that you will subscribe to this podcast and I look forward to speaking to you again in the future.